What's up everybody? Um, last reminder here to get this in, the Cool Hockey Contest uh, along partnered with the Hockey Podcast Network going on right now. Go follow at HockeyPodNet on Twitter. Check out their pinned tweet for the um, details on this contest. Basically, you're going to go to coolhockey.com slash THPN. Use the promo code THPN while you're there to save you 20% on your jersey purchase. Buy yourself whatever jersey you want and then respond to the pen tweet at HockeyPodNet so that they can link your Twitter with your purchase. And then there will be a raffle. The winner of that not only gets that cool jersey that they already bought uh, at a discounted rate, thank you to Cool Hockey, uh, but they also get to have a guest segment on their favorite uh, Hockey Podcast Network show. So there you go. There it is. You have until uh, June 1st is when they're drawing it. So uh, get them in if you haven't yet. Enjoy the episode. You are listening to the Hockey Podcast Network at HockeyPodNet on Twitter. New episodes every Monday. Download them at the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? Hockey Podcast Network, Siren Sounder Podcast um, episode. I think this is like 60 now, like if we're being real. If we're not being real, then it's episode 412. Uh, But if I'm trying to be real and guess it this time for real, I think it's 60. Um, I've been doing this for over a year now. That is wild. Um, It was last season, I think the beginning of the uh, conference finals, um, last playoffs, is when I started because I did... uh, Man, if you've been riding since then, you are a, you are a true champion, but probably you weren't because there was like four, uh, and one of them was probably me. Probably three of them were me, honestly, the plays. Um, but that's what it is. When you start a podcast, you know that, hey, nobody's listening to this. What kind of crazy person goes and finds this? So I know eventually if, if it's good enough, people will find it, and they have. And the Hockey Podcast Network, why did I, and why did I do the emphasis like that? Hockey Podcast Network. It's Hockey Podcast Network, right? I don't know. Who cares? Um, but they found it, and they thought it was good, so that's cool. That's how this whole thing started. Um, but anyway, I used to do – I did, like, a game after every playoff game. A game. Why? My brain's broken. It's been a day, y'all. It's been a day. Uh, I'm not going to bore you with the details, but it's been a day, okay? And I'm going on little sleep. I didn't sleep a lot last night. Uh, today was wild, and uh, I'm recording this at night. And I'm tired. And I'm probably going to say some stuff that's either wrong or doesn't make sense. And you're just going to have to roll with it because this is just real, you know, it's a conversation. Me and you, here we are. And uh, sometimes when you're having conversations with your friends, they don't make sense. And it's all good. Uh, But I can't hear you when you tell me that doesn't make sense. So uh, unfortunately, there's nothing we can do about that. But anyway, back to the point. I used to do a podcast after every uh, playoff game. And there were only three of those, and then the fourth one was a season interview because uh, it was the end of the hurricane season. And then we went to once a week and then twice a week once the Aki Podcast Network hit. Uh, and uh, speaking of that, so the the deal with the network runs through, like the network season just runs through like October to June, um, or May, I guess, like the end of May, the beginning of June, um, that we, that we released episodes like that. However, I will still be, it's not like I'm stopping the show, um, I'll still be putting out 
off-season um, content, which is great. And uh, if we have this uh, stuff coming up that I'll talk about here in just a minute uh, with the proposed playoffs and all that sort of stuff, then obviously there's going to be plenty of stuff to talk about, and I wouldn't just not put out anything during that time. That would be, like, stupid. I've been putting out stuff every week when nothing's going on, and then I'm going to stop when the uh, game starts back again. That would be crazy. What a dumb thing to do as a content creator. Um, but, you know, once the season dies down, like, before the next season starts, and who knows? I mean, this thing could run until the next season's supposed to start, and then we're back up normal anyway. But um, the format will probably change, and I'll obviously communicate that because I, I don't like when I have podcasts that I'm like, uh, they're supposed to come out on Mondays, but sometimes it's Tuesday, sometimes it's Thursday, uh, and sometimes it's Monday, you know? Like, that's annoying. I know that one of the things you probably like about this is that it's every Monday, man contractual obligation every Monday, excuse me, that episode comes out. And, um, but what I'm saying is that it won't probably, it probably won't be every Monday during quote unquote, the off season time in June and July, even though it's not really the off season because of this weird season. But, um, I probably will take a break at some point if I have a chance to like in between, uh, stuff going on like before the action really ke- kicks in because I don't think it's going to start just right away like there's going to be a lot of stuff to work out so um, in early June I'm probably going to take a little bit of a break just because uh, give myself a break to be honest with you um, you know there's some days I come in here and, and it feels like more of a job to record this thing on some days than others you know and it start it didn't start out like that it started out like uh it was just something I, I really looked forward to, and I was excited to sit down at my computer and do it. Um, but hey, when, there's not, when, when, when the mood doesn't strike you, and there's not a lot to talk about, and, and you're just trying to force it, it, it does feel like a job. So uh, I don't want to do that. So, you know, obviously if there's stuff I want to put out, I'm going to put it out. And, and if there's not a whole lot, and I don't really have a lot on my mind or anything going on, uh, I'm probably going to take a little bit of a break, you know, and, and come back with some actual stuff, because it's not... I don't want to force the content out just because I'm supposed to, you know, I want to, I want it to be good. If it's going to have my name on it, I want it to be good. So anyway, moving on from all that sort of logistical stuff, uh, let's get into the meat of it. I know that what you want to hear about is this, um, well, I guess you could call it proposed, but it's been approved, uh, by the NHLPA, uh, this weekend and the 24 team playoff play in whatever you want to call it. Um, let me, let me pull up real quick the matchups for you, but essentially the format for this guy would be, um, the top four teams from each conference. So Eastern, Western, not division or anything like that. So, uh, those teams would get buys and the remaining 16 teams, there would be a five game play in series. And so, and these are all sorted by point percentage at the end of the regular season, you know, regardless how many games were played and all that sort of stuff. Um, so the play-in is to account for that. Uh, however, it's a very interesting, I, 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 I think I liked, remember, I guess maybe it was even last week, this stuff comes out so quickly, but, um, maybe it was last week, if not the week before that we talked about the round robin deal, uh, and they would still do, I guess, round robin games for the top eight teams that are getting these buys just to keep, uh, keep them playing. And it would, it would kind of reseed them because again, those teams, even though they were pretty much a lock for the playoffs, I mean, even though some other teams were kind of too, but whatever, um, you know, it, it gives them a chance to get higher if they if they play their way into it. So they'll be playing a little round robin where they all play each other uh, in the conference, uh, and the rest of the teams will be a five game or five game series 
uh, play in. So 5-12, 6-11, 7-10, and 8-9, like the uh, NCAA tournament. And that's the thing that, you know, it's, it's, it's not... The round-robin thing was, hey, if you have a good enough point percentage right now, uh, it's going to be almost impossible for some teams to beat you. Like, it would have to take a lot. Um, and I think that makes sense, because what have you worked the entire regular season for? This just seems like, especially without home advantage or anything, this definitely seems like the regular season meant nothing. And, yeah, like it just... It, you've got a five-game series. You have you need to win three games against this team out of five, uh, which happens a lot, regardless of... I mean, look at the season series like through the regular season. Really bad teams beat really good teams in season series. Does that mean that the really bad team should be in the playoff spot and the really good team shouldn't? No, because the rest of the season matters and the, the body of work matters. Um, so it's just a very odd thing to me to have the fifth-place team in the conference who is, you know, competing, obviously, but pretty well in the thick of things for a playoff spot, well into the playoff race, like, it's gonna happen. Um, And then you have, think about the 12th place team in a conference. I mean, they are just holding their heads above the worst in the league. I mean, they are usually way out of it by the, by, you know, there was, what, eight games left for most teams or something like that? Eight, nine, ten, maybe ten games? But I'm pretty sure it was nine was the most. Um... Again, that could be one of those things I'm wrong about, but we're just going to pretend I'm not. And imagine being that team that's like 12 points out of the playoffs with, you know, less than 10 games to go. Uh, You basically need every team in front of you to completely fall apart, and you need to go on a completely amazing winning streak. I mean, it can happen. I'm not saying it can't happen. And I understand giving that team a chance, but I think the round-robin format gave those teams a a chance, right, to to, kind of up their seeding a little bit and compensate for the uh, the lack of remaining games. But, you know, who am I? I think that the, the real root of this thing is money, and uh, it's just simpler for the league, and it gets more out of, it gets more uh, fan attention, you know, around the league. But to me, if you're the fifth-place team and you worked all that, and you lose three out of five games to the 12th-place team, especially after this huge, huge gap, I mean, this, this is like coming back at the beginning of the season. Look at what Tampa Bay looked like at the beginning of the season. I mean, it wasn't a mess, but they were struggling a little bit, you know, hovering around 500 or so. And then look at where they ended. They were unbelievable. They were just, they were back to last season, just, you know, killing people. So, and they were one of the teams that voted against us. And I think you can understand why probably, right? Um, And we'll get into that as well. But it's just weird to think that you could be the fifth place team And you earned that spot. And the 12th place team that virtually has no shot of making it just has to beat you three out of five times on neutral ice in this weirdo, you know, crazy world we live in of the the guys haven't played in months, even been able to skate, which isn't even a thing because at least in the offseason, guys can skate. I mean, they didn't have access to rinks, to gyms, to anything, and they still don't. Um, so, you know, it's very much even more so anything. I mean, I, I know we, I know we always say in the, in the playoffs, anything can happen. And obviously that's true, but I mean, that factor is up to like times 50 now, anything can definitely happen. So imagine being that fifth place team and losing to the 12th place team. And now you just don't even, you don't, even, you're not in the playoffs. That was the play in. 
It's not you got moved down. You're like, oh, man, we kind of sucked. Now we're the eighth place team, and we have to play the better team in the play. No, you're just not in the playoffs. I mean, and people don't understand how a team could vote against that. I mean, that's crazy, right? It's it's taking away almost everything you did. It's basically saying that if you're not top eight in the conference, then whatever. I mean, yeah, the the better teams. But at that point, I mean, think about seven ten. Like, there's a big difference between seven and ten in the conference. But it's it's not hard for the tenth place team. I mean, that's a very winnable series for them. I mean, I guess there's a point to be made about the fact that the teams weren't that far apart. But you had the whole regular season to prove that. And to me, if the point percentage is a is you know not looking like you have much of a shot of the playoffs. It seems like forcing these teams into into this twenty, especially the twenty four team, is just it's a money grab. Um, and to me, you know, it's whatever. Like I, I I'm not gonna pretend like I'm not gonna watch these games and be invested in them and, and care and and still root and still you know watch other teams play and be interested in the entertainment value of it. It's definitely gonna be entertaining. And you know, kudos to the league for putting something on that's entertaining. That's the whole point of the sport. But um. I I told this to my friends when we were talking about uh you know these teams that probably shouldn't make the playoffs getting a chance to win the cup and I just said it doesn't really matter whoever wins the cup this year no matter what there's always going to be an asterisk on it it's always going to be oh well, I mean imagine winning the the Stanley Cup for the first time in franchise history in your organization this year and then think about all of the people that are like that doesn't count that doesn't count. You won it in this weirdo format. You didn't even finish the regular season. And I mean, what if you're a team that was outside the line? Like you weren't even supposed to make the playoffs. It was gifted to you, and uh, every nobody was like ready to play because the huge break. And it was just not. It wasn't a fair thing. So like, it doesn't count. Yeah, you technically won it, but like no one, no one's counting it as real. That's how I feel like it's gonna be. And think about how unfair that is to those players, uh, because I mean. Getting in that five-game play-in series, or even if you don't have to, you know, having that bye, I mean, and playing these round-robin games or whatever is still not the same. And then having to jump into a, you know, a a playoff series after all this time is, is tough. So anyone who wins that obviously will have put in significant work, and it will be a, a really cool accomplishment. But that, that little asterisk is always going to be on it. It's always going to be thought of that way. Like, it's it's never going to seem, oh, like a legit, like, yep, Nobody can argue. Those are like the Blues last year. Like you can't take that away from them. They they earned the crap out of that Stanley Cup. Uh, and if another team were to win like that, for the, I mean, I can't imagine even taking that. Like even forgetting the fact that it could be someone's first Stanley Cup, uh, which I haven't really like looked. I don't even remember who still hasn't won one or anything. Um, I don't I don't know if there are any teams in this uh, group that are in that boat. But anyway, still it's wild. Uh, that one, a team that really earned a, a favorable spot in the playoffs has to play a play-in game to get in. Crazy. Uh, with no sort of advantage. It's not like weighted. Like I could even see if it's like, oh, based on your point percentage difference, like I, I know this isn't really possible, but like this is the math part of my brain <laughs> thinking about it. It's like based on your point percentage, like, oh, they need to win three games out of five and you need to win two. And if you win two, you win. Because like... They should need to outwork you to make it because that's what they ha- would have had to do in the regular season. I understand it's not really practical and it's not really something you can put into, but you know, having just a straight play-in series it, and expanding it that far out, I could like it, it, expand, then expand, do the top sixteen 
And then the plan can be for everybody else. I mean, I, no, you can't do that. But do like the top 12. Whatever. Make it make sense. I know the numbers have to be what they are. I don't care. I don't care, dude. I don't care if any of my alternatives make any sense. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying, I think it's kind of dumb, to be honest with you. But at the same time, I'm looking forward to, to being able to watch hockey. And, you know, I'm, I'm obviously going to root for my Hurricanes. And if the Hurricanes win the Stanley Cup, anybody that tries to tell me it's not real, uh, I will slightly agree with you. But also, I'll come at you and be like, nah, dude, it's real. It's real. It's still going through the full playoffs and the play-in and the whole regular season. Like, it, it mattered. Um, but there's going to be a lot of people that say that it doesn't at all. And it's just not fair to the players, to me. Uh, it's really not. Because I feel like that's going to be the attitude no matter who wins. Quick break to tell you about our sponsor, Manscaped. And the best part to me about this little uh, ad break is that I recorded it after the episode. And uh, you don't know what you're about to get into with the rest of the episode, but I do. So uh, have fun with the rest of it. Anyway, let's talk about Manscaped. Manscaped uh, has revolutionized, and I don't use that word lightly. No one should. Uh, Men's below-the-belt grooming. And right now, you can get your new lawnmower 3.0 from Manscaped. Now, let me tell you a little bit about this lawnmower 3.0 because I know some of you are being like, oh, need a lawnmower. It's not that kind of lawnmower, dude. It's for your balls, and your balls will thank you. This thing has revolutionized, as I said, men's below-the-belt grooming. It is a, a, a sleek-looking trimmer, so the presentation's good. Uh, it comes with a portable charger, which is great, 90-minute battery life, which is great, and the thing looks good. Uh, it's got an LED light on the front of it, it has 7,000 RPM motor. I've left out the A in that, so I'm super Russian. It has 7,000 RPM motor for two cutting balls. Um, and also, it has skin-safe technology, so you won't nick or snag your nuts. That's right. Trim up downstairs without worrying about cutting yourself. Oops, ow, that hurt. There's blood in the shower. That's another thing. It's completely waterproof. You can use it in the shower. It makes it real easy for cleaning up, and I feel like that water also helps as well. It's like a, it's like a, uh, um, just a good barrier between your skin and a blade. Like it just leaves less irritation. But there's not really irritation with that skin-safe technology. Is the cool part. Uh, really, there's just so many things about Manscaped's Lawnmower 3.0. Uh, you can also check out their uh, other products they have like the crop preserver is ball deodorant uh how have we not been using this our entire lives your balls don't smell good just like your armpits you put deodorant there why the hell would you not put deodorant elsewhere so uh you need to be doing that and that stuff works really well there's all sorts of stuff they have to take care of your downstairs and right now our listeners can take 20 percent off and get this free shipping on their new lawnmower 3.0 uh, by using our promo code THPN at manscaped.com. You're not going to get a better offer than that. Take advantage while you still can. It's a limited time offer, uh, even if it's not. I don't know if it is. You know, I don't know how long they're going to run it for. Maybe it's in the system forever, but I think it's a better selling point to say it's limited time. So in my mind, you have like till the end of today to go do it, but that's not really true. I don't want to mislead people on our sponsors. You probably You have longer than that. But just get it is what I'm saying. The whole point I'm trying to make is what I'm saying. Please don't get upset, Manscaped. I didn't put out false information. I'm saying right now what I said wasn't true. Anyway, this is all summing it up to say, go to manscaped.com slash, nope, did it wrong. Go to manscaped.com and enter the promo code THPN to take 20% off and free shipping on your next order. Manscaped.com, promo code THPN. 
THPN. Well, enjoy whatever you want to call the rest of this episode. Ah, so let's look at the uh, matchups here and specifically talk about the Hurricanes because now we know who they would play, whereas before I was having to speculate based on the round robin stuff. Um, so we'll go in the East. The top seeds in the Eastern Conference are the Bruins, the Lightning, the Capitals, and the Flyers. So those teams would get buys. Wow, how big is that uh, Philadelphia, you know, kind of season ending in air quotes, if you will, run uh, and how much success they had? late in the year that's that's huge now like that solidified them a playoff spot uh without even having to work for it after like in the play-in or anything uh and then your matchups in the play-in series so those teams those those four teams i just mentioned boston tampa washington and philly would uh play some round robin games and potentially be reseeded based on a combination of their round robin play and their point percentage when the season ended it'll be weighted which makes sense that's exactly what i was talking about they should have done for everyone before but anyway um the play-in series would be uh pittsburgh number five versus montreal number 12 i mean that was like a i'm pretty sure pittsburgh was like 14 maybe like 12 or so points ahead of the canadians and now they're playing in a in a best of five series to see who gets the playoff spot that's just crazy to me but anyway i digress um, Carolina, number six against New York, number 11. Uh, that's a tough matchup and we'll get into it, but, uh, New York would have been one of the teams that wasn't included. Montreal and New York would have not been included if they would have done the 20 team, but, uh, that's neither here nor there at this point. It's really not worth putting energy into discussing. The next matchup would be the Islanders at number seven versus the Panthers at number 10. I'll actually be interested to see, uh, that one. That's going to be tough. Toronto is in eighth. Uh, based on their point percentage. I think they had a lot of games in hand on people. So uh, the point percentage hurts you if you have more games in hand, like if you have more uh, games played than than other teams because it basically, the way it works is, you know, the team still could play, like if you've played two more games than a team, let's say that a team has played uh, 70 games and they are 40 and 30, Okay. Um, just simplifying it here. So they have 80 points. And another team has played 72 games, and they are 42 and 30. Uh, I haven't done the math on this, so I might be wrong. No, it's probably wrong. Because 42 divided by 72 is 58. Doing math on the fly here. And then what did I say? 40 out of 70. Come on, phone. 57, so it's, no, not quite, but what, whatever, you get what I'm saying, if you have enough more <laughs> games played, you could have like three more points in a team, but their point percentage is higher than yours, um, because they have less game. they did it in less games, and they could be close to you, but what that's assuming is that with the games in hand, the team with less points right now would likely get more, it's assuming that they get those points, uh, but in reality, maybe they had a really tough schedule. Maybe they were due for a losing streak. You know, maybe they just won 10 in a row to get there. And the likelihood of the matter is that they probably lose some of their next three. Maybe all three of them even. Um, and average, and even out like that. So uh, Tor- Toronto gets stuck in eighth. You know, I think that they're probably better than a lot of the teams ahead of them. Um, but that's... I-, I won't be upset about Toronto getting screwed over. I'm going to be honest with you here. Uh, and they will play the Blue Jackets, who are in ninth. Um, so that'll be an interesting one too. 
And best of five series, whoever wins those moves up. And I believe currently what they're discussing, this isn't like final, final, final approved, but the, the Players Association has given its approval. So it's pretty much moving forward with negotiations here. Um, and I think what they're going to do is reseed the top seeds, if necessary, based on the round robin results combined with the season ending uh, point percentage. And then the play-in series, uh, those teams, I think they need to do that. They need to reseed those because what if the 12th team wins? The first place team should get to play that 12th team. They shouldn't have to play the, you know, Maple Leafs. The Bruins shouldn't have to play the Maple Leafs uh, in a in a second, in a quote-unquote first round matchup when the Montreal Canadiens are out there and are going to play against the Flyers. You know, the Flyers get the Canadians, but the, the Bruins get the, the uh, Maple Leafs. I mean, that doesn't make sense. So, um... It's really just kind of disregards a lot of the regular season, and it, and it, and it bugs me. But uh, anyway, we'll go real quick through the Western Conference. So anyway, they would they would re- finishing my last point. Sorry, I'm all over the place, but you know I put the disclaimer on the front of the episode so you you get where you know you knew what you were getting into here. Uh, when they reseed those, obviously, like the first place team would play the worst team, the second place team would be the next worst team, so on and so forth, seeding wise, based on those seeds I just read. Out west. The top seeds getting buys would be St. Louis, number one, Colorado, number two, Vegas, number three, Dallas, number four. Wow, Dallas with that same thing, a little bit of a late climb and getting their stuff together the second half of the season. Uh, I think that they could definitely be dangerous in these playoffs. I I, th- I like the Stars a lot. Their defensive game is just so good. They don't need offense, you know. Uh, but I think that also only gets you so far. You do need to have your star players be stars, and they haven't necessarily, no pun intended, they haven't necessarily... Um, stood out a whole lot this season offense-wise, so I think they'll need a little production, but they would be dangerous. Anyway, completely beside the point. The play-in series are as follows. Edmonton, number five, against Chicago, number 12. Crazy that Chicago gets a chance to play for the playoffs to me. Crazy. Absolutely wild. They're not a very good team. Uh, Nashville, number six, would play Arizona, 11. So those are the two teams that would have dropped Arizona and Chicago, and I would have no problem with that. The Coyotes really fell off in the second half of the year, and uh, I don't really think they deserve to have a chance at the playoffs, but they'll play the Predators in the best of five to see if they can get in. Vancouver, number seven, will play Minnesota, number 10. Honestly, out west, I feel like anybody below nine didn't have a chance. Uh, Minnesota was another team that like, I didn't really feel like is is very good. You know, um, in, They're in, like, in that weirdo in-between, like, are you going to rebuild or what? What are you doing? I mean, I guess you could say that about a lot of teams, but specifically Minnesota. What are you? What is your plan? No one knows. Make it make sense. Uh, Calgary number eight and Winnipeg number nine is the last one. That that little bubble matchup. Those are the interesting ones to me. Uh, what I do like about this is how it takes away the conference. I mean, I, I don't know, do and don't. Uh, but it allow, it does the the seating. You know, just strictly one through twelve conference base. So I don't have to worry about the fact that the Hurricanes would be in like eighth uh, with the wild card nonsense. Now they're in sixth, which they should be because they're the sixth best team standings wise. And really, they're probably better than that because uh, they play in a tougher division. Although at the top, you could you could argue back and forth. Both divisions are very good. So uh, this is a Hurricanes podcast. Let's talk. Um, let's talk about that Hurricanes Rangers matchup. This is a tough one. I think out of all out of all of the higher teams, if you want to call it that, I'll stop that at eight because to me eight nine is like there's not much of a difference. 
I don't, I'm not talking about Toronto versus Columbus. I don't think there's much of a difference. I'm talking about like standings wise. Like it doesn't, there's, that's so close that they're almost interchangeable. Um, like if you were to flip them and Columbus won a game, now they'd be an eighth and Toronto would be a ninth. Okay. So they'd still play each other and there's no home advantage. So literally nothing changed. Uh, if you catch my drift there, but the five twelve, the six eleven, and the seven ten, out of all the higher teams, I think that uh, it's no question that Carolina has the toughest matchup. The Rangers' record, you know, doesn't look as good as some of these other teams, but the skill level of the Rangers at the when the season ended, I think, was uh, bubble playoff worthy. Like they were a ninth, you know, tenth on a worst. Like I'd much rather play Florida than New York. Uh, and man, Carolina has struggled against the Rangers, not just this season, not just recently, like forever. Like I've never seen them be super successful against the Rangers in my life. Uh, and it's really disappointing, but, uh, a healthy hurricanes team, you know, we haven't really talked about that a whole lot. Everyone, but Brett Pesci, uh, who underwent that surgery is ready to go. So you're going to see a Carolina with Dougie Hamilton which was a big deal. I feel like a lot of us started to lose a little bit of hope because uh, Dougie Hamilton was making the team so much better. He's back. Uh, all in all, it's a tough way to come back, not being able to constantly skate and all that with the team um, and practice and, and everything. So that's not an easy transition, but he's back and he's still going to be Dougie Hamilton at the end of the day. Uh, you know, you've got Sammy Votnin is, is healthy now. Finally, we didn't know if he was ever going to play. Um, and uh, you've got everybody. Everybody's back. Everybody but Brett Pesci is back and healthy. Uh, whatever any players might have been struggling with with underlying injuries, like it's going to be a fresh. It's it's kind of nice that way that uh, at least you get to put out your best roster essentially, unless you had a a season-ending injury, which obviously the Hurricanes did in Pesci, and that really sucks because to me he's their second best defenseman. Uh, and one of the best defensemen in the league, so that's obviously a blow. And when I say defenseman, I mean like actual defenseman, like in defending against, like he's a shutdown defenseman. Dougie Hamilton is a good defenseman. Uh, he's a great defenseman if you're talking about de- position. Def- like he plays de- de- defense, the de- 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 defense. Uh, but, um, wow, sorry, I just, I was thinking, all I could think was today, Junior, and I completely lost track of what I was saying. He's a really good defenseman, obviously, a great defenseman, but I'm talking about on defense. Like, Brett Pesci is better than Dougie Hamilton on defense because, I mean, he just is. Like, I don't know. Hamilton's offense is what separates him and makes him an elite defenseman, the position. Confusing, I know. We're going to move on. Uh, So that's going to be a tough matchup, you know? The Rangers have a lot of skill. I mean, obviously, Artemi Panarin is one of the best players in the league. Um, Mika Zibanejad has really emerged to be one of the top players in the league. He always scares me. Um, He's one of those guys. Remember when I talked about Ryan Dezingle, and it's disappointing that he hasn't done it as much on the Hurricanes this year. Uh, But I always always talked about Ryan Dezingle was like a guy that, for some reason, he just, like, scared me when he was on the ice against the Hurricanes. Like, when he had the puck, I was like, "Uh uh-oh, they might score here. Um, Mika Zibanejad is another one of those players. There's a lot of them around the league. Um, you know, there's a lot of players in the Capitals like that. Every time Movech can ask the puck, I feel like that's any any team though. Uh, the pick the Penguins top line is the same way, but that's just because they're so good. But there are certain players that are just weird. Like Tyler Johnson for the Hurricanes is obviously one of those. I just assume that some somebody's gonna score soon when he has a good chance. Um, but those players are all over the place. To me, Mika Zibanejad has always been one of those players, even on um, Ottawa. 
He's always just had that vibe to me. Like I just feel like felt like he was dangerous, even though even when he wasn't a super highly rated offensive player. Uh, but you know, here he is now putting up five goals in a single game. The man is insane. So uh, it's going to be a tough matchup. The Hurricanes have obviously struggled to score on the Rangers goalies uh, this season and in past years as well. Henrik Lundqvist still haunts them. So we'll see what goalies show up. You know, it'll be very interesting to see. That's another thing. Healthy goalies for the Hurricanes. I didn't mention that, but that's a big deal. Uh, Morazic and Reimer both being able to get it done. Uh, you know, kudos to Nendelkovic and Forsberg for uh, helping allow the team kind of make it through. But uh, I don't think it's much of an argument. I'd rather have Reimer and Morazic out there than Nendelkovic and uh, Forsberg. And I'm sure there's people that disagree because a lot of people seem to think that uh, Nedeljkovic is like the greatest goalie in all of history. But, uh, you know, He's 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 fine. He's fine. He's not spectacular, though. Like, he's just not. I don't know what to tell you. Um, at the AHL level, he's phenomenal. At the NHL level, he just hasn't played enough games to, to be able to truly judge him. But the games I have seen, like, you can't argue to me that he's better than the two starting goalies the Hurricanes had at the NHL level. You just can't, like, with what he's done. I'm not saying that he can't get there, and I'm saying he doesn't have the potential. But with what he's done, come on. You can't argue to me that uh, he deserves to be in there above those guys. You just can't. You just can't. So, uh, next news here is that um, I've said um a lot. It's just because my brain, dude, my brain's broken. I got to wrap this up soon. We're going to go through this and I'm going to wrap it up. I've stayed strictly to business today. That's because there's things to talk about. You know, I don't have to fill it with stories about the grocery store and all that kind of crap. Um, so, there it is. Uh, but the last, oh, dude. Speaking of the grocery store, I'm sorry, I have to go off a tangent here. Have you ever, maybe this is just my grocery store, but this is every time I pull up, okay? I pull up in the parking lot, I park, almost every time there's someone parked, it's usually toward the front of the parking lot, and they're having a conversation, like they're in their car, parked, and sometimes the car's on, sometimes it's off, doesn't matter, unnecessary detail. hate when people tell stories with the details like that, but I'm sorry I'm doing it to you right now. You know when people are like, so I was I, w- I went into work and I got there I don't know maybe two three minutes late and uh, I I went and I saw Mark and Mark was wearing like this green shirt he had on and and pants and I thought that was weird because it's like always cold in the office uh, and you know I always wear a little jacket but Mark wasn't wearing a jacket which I thought was weird but anyway it's probably about it's been about uh, seven or eight minutes I usually get lunch at like ten a.m. but today I had all this stuff to do and I could dude are you frustrated yet are you losing your mind in that hypothetical story I hate when people do that. Anyway, I'm doing that to you right now. But <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that these this people chilling in their car are having like speakerphone conversations. Like, la- like it's weird to me. I get it, I guess, if you're driving. But the people that have like the Bluetooth conversations through their, and it plays through their speakers, like that shit's loud, man. Everybody hears that. So I just don't know. It's just a different person than me. Like you're that cool. Like just having your... Phone conversation. I almost feel like you need to the other you need to let the other person know that like, hey, by the way, just so you know, everything you're saying right now, everyone in this entire parking lot can hear it. So hope you're cool with that. Cause I'd be like, no, I'm definitely not. Take me off that shit immediately. Uh that's just weird, right? What is that phenomenon? Is that a grocery store thing? Is that just a crazy person thing? Do crazy people live near me? Is that what the deal is? Uh why why are these people having conversation just get out, you know? Get out and talk on the phone like a normal person. Why are you chilling in your car? 
you can take the phone with you. Like, I know you're Bluetooth right now. Maybe that's it. Maybe they're technologically challenged. They don't know how to take the Bluetooth off and carry their phone out. And they're going to be those people that are carrying the like, hello, hello, can you hear me? Oh, can you hear me? Dude, I used to work at another tangent here. I'm going off. I'm on a roll right now and I don't even care. Uh, I worked at a car wash for like years. The funniest thing, it wasn't funny. It was kind of annoying, but it was funny, uh, was people would have their phones Bluetooth, right? And they'd be having a conversation. They turn their car off, they get out. They don't realize your phone's still Bluetoothed, uh, but it doesn't come on until the car gets turned on. I would go to pull their car out at the end and I would just hear like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so anyway, um, I was there, and he just said this. Isn't that crazy? Hello? You still there? And <laughs> I'm just driving the car. What am I supposed to say? I guess you could be like, why don't you tell them, like, oh, they're, sorry, their phone's Bluetooth. They're getting their car washed right now. I'm not going to I don't know this person. That's too awkward. That's too awkward, and also, that's not my job. I'm not doing it. I'm just not. I'm sorry. I know it might be not courteous to that person. Guess what? I don't care. I don't know this person. I don't have anything invested in this phone conversation. I'm not interested in correcting them. So what, you know what I do? I stay silent, dude. I am silent in that car. I don't make a peep. And they're like, hello, is anybody there? And I'm like, nope, for all intents and purposes, there's nobody here. I'm a robot driving this car. I don't care. And then they always hang up. And then I would get out and be like, yeah, your car's, just so you know, your car's Bluetooth. And they'd be like, oh, shoot, I've been talking to nobody for that. Yeah, 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 learn how technology works. But anyway, is that what it is? Is it that these people at the grocery store don't know how to turn their phone off, so they, they're the person that gets out of the car, and they're like, yeah, man, isn't that crazy? Oh, I guess maybe it wasn't that crazy. You're still there? Like, oh, I guess they don't want to talk to me anymore. No, dude, you're still on Bluetooth, man. The speak You can't hear that shit from across the parking lot. It's loud as hell. Uh, anyway, I don't know why I got to that point. I mentioned something about a grocery store. And then I'm always looking at my notes and I have like random thoughts in there that I just feel like bringing up sometimes. You know what? You want to just go through the ra- you want me to go through the random thoughts in my phone before we finish this episode? I'll do it right now. Apple mouse chargers. Hey, why are you on the bottom? Why are you on the bottom? You know what the thing about a mouse is? And I'm talking about a mouse like on a mouse pad for a for a desktop computer, okay? The way the mouse works is I slide it around and it moves the mouse on the screen. You know what the only thing that makes a mouse unusable would be? If you put something obstructive on the bottom of it, where it needs to slide around to do its job. You get what I'm saying? What Apple did was instead of making the cord plug in like to the back of it, even the top, dude. Even if I had to like split my fingers around it or something, I was like, that's kind of annoying, but at least the mouse still works. They put it on the bottom. In the middle on the bottom, on the bottom of the mouse. So you know what happens when it's plugged in? It's all propped up and you can't do shit. And that, my friends, is the dumbest thing of all time. Apple, you've really gone downhill since Steve Jobs passed away. I'm sorry. It just, that's what it is. That's the dumbest shit ever. Imagine if the charger for your phone was in the middle of the screen. How pissed off would you be? Would you buy that phone? Probably not. You'd be like, I mean, the phone's all cool, but... It's got a charging port in the middle of the screen. People are like, middle of the screen? They couldn't put it anywhere else? I mean, yeah, they could have. They definitely could have. They said that they couldn't have. But, like, you know, they got some of the smartest people in the world engineering this stuff. They, if You can build a phone, but you can't figure out how to put the charger on a, in a more usable spot? That's crazy. Uh, yeah. So I love my phone, but every time I have to charge it, I can't use it because the, the charger's in the middle of the screen. And I can't touch the screen because there's a charger plugged into it in the middle of the screen. It's absurd. It's just as absurd the mouse thing 
and more people should be upset about it. Apple, change it. That's all I'm saying. Uh, my mouse dies at work. I come in and my mouse is dead. Guess what I got to do? Twiddle my thumbs for 10, 15 minutes while I plug it in. Also, it advertises it only needs like 10 minutes and you get a full business day out of it. Okay, well then if we're extrapolating that, it should only take like 30 seconds for me to use it for the 10 minutes I needed to use it. So why is it plugged in for five minutes and then it's still not even on? You lying to me now, Apple? So now you're just bad at designing things and you're liars? Get it together. Uh, needless to say, this podcast is not sponsored by, <laughs> sponsored by Apple. Sponsored. I'm not taking it back. Uh, another thing in here, dude, I wrote thermostat in the house. What does that mean? Hey, past self, <laughs> put a little more detail. You know, your memory sucks. So why would you think that I could read something like thermostat in the house? That sounds like a song. It sounds like a rap song, dude. Yeah, we got a thermostat in the house. 69. Do you like a 71? I like a 70. It's a bit mild. That's dumb as shit. Why would I write thermostat in the house? What if that was like a rapper's name? And they were like, yeah, we got thermostat in the house. <laughs> oh, shit. This episode has really gone downhill. Or has it gone uphill? It really depends on your preferences. Do you like an episode where I talk nothing but uh, business? And we get through some hockey stuff. And you're like, that's why I like listening to. I don't want to hear this guy jabber on about nothing. Or are you like, you know, I like hockey, but I like entertainment, too. And this guy's being kind of entertaining. Maybe I've made you laugh through 8% of this. That's really my goal. That's my quota I strive to hit. But anyway. I'm I'm on one. I'm on one in this last 10 minutes, dude. It feels like it's been two seconds. I'm having fun. Remember at the beginning when I said sometimes it feels like work? It doesn't feel like work right now. It feels like I'm saying things that I think are funny out just to no one and into a mic. I might as well record it, right? It's good material. Um, the other thing I had on here was drive, drive through paying for next part. This is weird. So people are doing this more, like I guess since everything's going on, not as much near me, but I've, I've heard a lot of stories of like, you know when you go through a drive through and you get up to the window, let's say you're buying a coffee and you're like, how much do I owe? And they're like, actually the car in front of you took care of it. And you're like, oh, cool. Like, was there a written? Like, no, they just wanted to be nice. And you're like, oh. And then in your brain, you're like, well, I guess I'm kind of an asshole if I don't pay for the person behind me, right? Like, isn't this work how it works? Like, it takes a charitable thing, and it's like, you have to pay for the next person, right? Or are you the person that, like, I just want, I want to know, because you know that it gets broken at some point. Like, you know that at, at, at a certain point, there's a guy that's like, cool, awesome, and he just drives off. <laughs> but for the most part, most people are like, oh, cool, uh, you know what? I'll pay for the person behind me. What if they were like... Okay, uh, that'll be thirty-five seventy-six, and you're like, "Whoa, mine was four dollars." Uh, can I trade places with the person in front of me and just pay for mine, and they pay for that person's? What the fuck? Thirty-five dollars? How many people are in the fucking car? Are you buying? It's like an intern that had to like go out and buy coffees for the whole office, and and but then what are you like? No, just kidding. Uh, tell them they got paid for it. Sorry, have a good day. Or are you like, I'll give five dollars? Like, what, what's the point? It's what I'm trying to say is that. It's the, it's the most inconsiderate charitable act you could do, okay? And if you do it, that's fine. But understand, you're definitely inconveniencing somebody in that line. Because at a certain point, if they, they're going to feel obligated to do it. Everybody is. Except for that one guy that was like, thanks for the coffee, bro. <laughs> he just drives off. But they're going to feel obligated to do it. And so all you're doing is upping the, like, you're, you're yeah, maybe it's less, but also maybe it's more. So you're just giving them the chance that they were cool paying for what they ordered. Obviously, they ordered it. They decided on it. They didn't decide on the person behind them. That person might be getting like five extra pumps. And they're like, that's 80 cents a pump. And they're like, 80 cents a pump? 
Who pays 80 cents a pump? I don't want to pay for that shit, but now you're a dick if you don't do it. Those are just my thoughts. I remember what thermostat in the house meant. Thank you, brain. Uh, what temperature do you guys keep your thermostat? I was almost, I almost got to it earlier in my, in my little nonsense skit there uh, about little thermostat in the house. What, what temperature do you keep your thermostat? Because this is, I've learned, I, I moved from North Carolina to Georgia, which is significantly south, and I learned like, oh, shit is different. The far, the, in the different parts of the country. I thought everybody was pretty much on board with like a three degree range. No, it's radical. People are crazy um, one way or the other. I want to know, I'm going to put a poll out after this episode drops on Monday. If I remember, uh, it's Memorial Day, by the way, happy Memorial Day. Uh, are you going on the boat? doesn't matter. doesn't matter. You can answer me. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to put a poll out. What temperature do you put it at? Your thermostat. Like I'm not talking about in, cer- in certain t- I'm just talking about on average. What's your ther- if you walked up to your thermostat right now in this second, what is it at? I want to know. Let me know. Tweet at me at SSKane's podcast. I'm genuinely interested because look, growing up, maybe this is just part of my upbringing. It definitely is. Growing up, that shit was on 70 at all times. That's because my dad was insane about temperatures. I mean, <laughs> he would be like, <laughs> we would be sitting down in the living room watching TV or something, and out of nowhere, he'd just be like, it's hot as shit in here. And I'd be like, seems pretty normal to me. And he would go up to the thermostat, and he would be like, who put it at 71? <laughs> like, straight up upset. And you'd be like, 71, 70 seems like pretty negligible. Like, if, if it was 70 outside or if it was 71 outside, you'd be like, I think that's the same thing, right? No. This man knew when that thing was any, if it was 71, he, like an alarm went off in his brain. He knew. Uh, so that, it was 70 at all times. And guess what? If it was 72, it was hot. Because it was 70 at all times. It was a very climate controlled space. And at night, 67. Because we like to sleep and it's cold. I want, if we're going to, if we're going to have covers on the bed to sleep with, if I'm going to have this giant comforter to sleep underneath, you think I'm going to go to bed and it's going to, and I'm not going to need it? Like I was already warm. And then I'm going to put an extra big, thick thing on top of me? I can't sleep like that. No, it's got to be colder than normal uh, when you go to bed. If you don't do it like that, you're crazy, okay? I'm sorry, but you're crazy. Figure it out. Anyway, uh, I know people that keep their house at like 68, which to me is like, wow, are you a Yeti? Uh, I know it's only a two-degree difference, but that's pretty cold, especially when there's no sunlight in the house. Uh, you're a Yeti. 70 to me is kind of normal. Anywhere between like 70 and 72, I get it. Uh, now, I keep my thermostat at 73 now. And honestly, I just learned you get used to the shit, man. If it's hotter where you are, like if you live in New York, then 70 degrees feels different than 70 degrees does in Florida when it's always hot as fuck. Like you just, your body gets, it's not, I used to, people treat it like, oh, you're a wuss if you can't handle, you know, colder temperatures. Like, I mean, maybe to a certain degree, but also your body just gets used to wherever you are. If you live in Canada, like you're used to the cold and it doesn't bother you. If you live in, in Mexico and you went to Canada, you'd be like, what the hell is cold? That was, the, was that supposed to be a, a, <laughs> a Spanish accent, dude? I don't even know what that was. It just came out of my mouth. Anyway, a very amb- <laughs> ambiguous <laughs> accent, um, but that's just what it is. So 73 is what I keep it at, but 70, 70 at night. Because we get it cooler. 
if it's above that to me, crazy, dude. I can't live like that. I have a friend who said, oh, I keep it at 79. And I was like, what? 79? Why don't you just live outside? Why don't you just open all the windows? Why don't you install a glass roof? And why don't you just bake, dude? Because you're a turkey baking in the oven at 79 degrees. That's crazy. So I want to know. Bottom line, I want to know what you keep your thermostat at. And that's the end of my notes. So guess what? We're getting back to reality here. Uh, But I'm going like way over my normal time. It doesn't matter. I hope you enjoy the extra content. Like I said, I've been on one this episode. This has been, I've been firing it on all cylinders. I just, energy, dude. I got energy. Came out of nowhere. I guess when I start talking about, that's the key for me. Talking about dumb shit that doesn't mean anything to anyone but me but I'm passionate about it, that's what wakes me up, dude. If you woke me up in the middle of the night and I was like, oh, dude, I'm tired. I feel like I need to go back to bed. And they were like, yeah, but uh, I was thinking about uh, the temperature in the house. And I'd be like, dude, somewhere between 70 and 72. And it's not even close. And then I would like start getting upset about it. And then I would just be like, I'm awake now because I'm thinking about what people keep their house temperatures and why some of them are just really wrong about it. Oh, anyway. Did you make it through that? Did you? Have the sponsors dropped us yet? Carolina voted against uh, the plan thing, and so did Tampa. And yeah, I would have too. And that's the end of that. And that's how we're wrapping it up. I was going to say more on it, but I, that's what else is there to talk about? Like, yeah, duh, for all the reasons I already mentioned. Like, don't you think they have some legit concerns? I do. They're sixth place and have to play the 11th place team to make it into the playoffs even though they have a whole body of work that, you know, <laughs> makes it so that they should have a much better chance of making it. Like, they were almost, they were edging towards clinching a playoff spot. So, whatever. It is what it is. Also, the format's weird. Also, these other teams uh, get to play, uh, to me, worse teams that are behind, technically behind them because I think the Rangers were performing better than, like, the Panthers. But anyway... I hope you made it through this, y'all. If you did, I appreciate you so much. Uh, as always, follow at SSKane's podcast on Twitter. Subscribe. Ooh, rate and review on Burpin. Doesn't matter anymore. Subscribe, rate, and review uh, on iTunes, Google Play. It's on Spotify, SoundCloud, everything like that. Check it out. Um, until next week, we should have like a full announcement. I'll go through everything in detail when we do. I'll try to figure out some more notes. I'm going to start coming up. We're just going to do a segment where I just talk about random nonsense for like 15 minutes. So let me know if you thought that was cool. Let me know if you're uh, planning to never listen again because of that. Either way, guess what? The cool thing about that is still going to do it because I do me and nobody can not make me do me. Goodbye. I'm so mad.